0: Hey everyone, welcome to St. Stephen's Online. We hope you enjoy catching up on our talk from Sunday. I just want to share four quick little thoughts this morning about this Pentecost story. And the first is this. The Holy Spirit is powerful. The Holy Spirit is powerful. Before Jesus returned to heaven... He promised his disciples that the Holy Spirit would come. We can read about this in John 14. He said, the helper will be with you, the spirit of truth, he will be in you. Jesus was promising that his powerful spirit that rose him from the grave would live in him, would live in them, that they would experience that power. And we saw that in the video there in wind and in flames. It was dramatic. A violent wind came to fill the house. Tongues of fire came on each of the disciples. They could speak in languages that were unknown. These were incredible and powerful scenes. Do you know sometimes when the Holy Spirit is at work today? It's similarly dramatic and powerful. I have seen people filled with the Holy Spirit. They've been so overwhelmed that they've fallen down, laying on the floor. I myself have experienced the Holy Spirit so powerfully, sometimes when I've prayed, that it's like a tangible fire burning in my body. It's powerful. A few weeks ago, I went to go and visit Martin and Cynthia Peppiatt. Martin was the vicar here over 30 years ago, and I went to visit him to just ask him a few questions about the history of St. Stephen's, and he told me that there were times when they prayed here and the Holy Spirit came in such power that there were like people lying all over the aisles because the power of the Holy Spirit meant that people had to fall to their knees to lie down. They were overwhelmed with the presence and power of God. And yet, there are other moments in the Bible and today where the Holy Spirit fills people it's actually quite undramatic and very quiet. It's exactly what we heard in Alison's story. She said the Holy Spirit in the middle of the night, quietly, without any sort of drama, at work, healing her knee in response to that prayer, Lord, is there anything you can do for me? I love the story that we read in Luke 1. Perhaps you remember this. We sometimes have it at Christmas time where Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, is having a conversation with Mary. So all they're doing is having a chat. It says this, "When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby John the Baptist leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit." So there's no wind, there's no fire in that moment, but the Holy Spirit is present. To first see the Holy Spirit is powerful, whether that's dramatic or whether that's quietly. Secondly, I believe that this Pentecost, God wants to fill us in order that we are full of his Holy Spirit. It's quite a lot of Eastern spirituality that has crept into our Western discourse, almost kind of without us realizing it. And a lot of Eastern spirituality is all about us emptying ourselves. That's often the premise of meditation and mindfulness is like a kind of secular version of that. The idea is that our lives are so full, we're so busy and overwhelmed that we need to make moments to meditate and to be mindful and to empty ourselves. And yet the Bible teaches something completely different. The Bible says that we shouldn't be emptying our souls. Instead, we should be filling our souls. For us to be spiritually healthy, our souls need to be full, full of God's spirit in us. Think about it like this. Jesus said, I will send my spirit that will live in you. So if God's spirit is in us, but then we practice Spirituality that is emptying ourselves, we're actually emptying ourselves of Jesus. And He's the very thing, His Spirit, the thing that we need. So God wants to fill us in order that we are fuller than full. Thirdly, we are filled with the Holy Spirit, not just because it makes us feel good but in order that we might spill out when we leave this place into the places that God has sent us to be. The streets we live on, the workplaces we go to, the schools, the nurseries where we are. The Spirit is meant to pour out of us. The Bible reading talked about there how when the Holy Spirit came, that there were dreams and there were prophecies and visions. Somebody in our church community had a picture, a prophetic picture for me a few weeks ago, and it was this. They said, Rachel, I've got a picture of a bath. And the bath has got both the taps switched on to maximum. And the bath is so full that it's overflowing everywhere. But this isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing. It's a sign of God's goodness and abundance. And this guy said to me, Rachel, it's a bit like how I feel you sometimes are, that you're just overflowing. But then he said to me, but be careful, don't turn the taps off. (laughs) Don't turn the taps off. We're meant to be full in order that we overflow into the places where God sends us. Now, do you know, I don't have a bath, unfortunately. If I did have one, I would have wheeled it in here this morning just to really make my point. So I'm going to use this, which is a bit of a visual aid to make this point. At Pentecost, okay, all who were there were filled with the Holy Spirit to overflowing. And I think sometimes when we receive the Holy Spirit, we sort of do this. That's enough now. But it says they were full, filled. What happens is the Spirit fills us in order that we might overflow. Don't turn the taps off, was what I was told. Receive the Holy Spirit so that you are fuller than full. That's the Pentecost prayer that here at St. Stephen's as we celebrate Pentecost we would be so filled with the Holy Spirit that it would flow out of us to the places and to the people that we go when we leave this place. The Holy Spirit is powerful. God wants to fill us today not just to make us feel better but in order that we can flow out to the places we're sent. Finally the story in Acts reminds us that everyone is invited to be filled. What I loved about that video was that teenage girl, that young girl, did you spot her? She was there in the upper room when the Holy Spirit came and then she was there afterwards when the disciples went out and began to pray for healing. It says in the Bible that all were filled And I think for too long we've had this vision of Pentecost that it was just the men, like just the chosen people in that upper room that received the Holy Spirit. But actually what we know of Bible times is that families would come together just like we have today at St. Stephen's. There's no kids or youth groups today. We're all together, the people of God, in order that all can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I think sometimes we think, well, I'm sort of disqualified for some reason or other. I'll just be like a little bit full. I I couldn't imagine that I would be fuller than full. And yet it says here in Scripture that all, every single person was filled with the Holy Spirit. I wonder if sometimes we hold back because we're a bit afraid. Like, what would it be like? What would it feel like to be full of God's Holy Spirit. And if that's you this morning, let me say this, God is only good. God only wants to fill you with his goodness. You don't need to be afraid. If it's the first time you've ever prayed that prayer, fill me, Holy Spirit, don't be afraid. God is only good. Thanks for listening. We hope you found that encouraging. Have a great week and see you soon.